Welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. Before, Mike, what episode is it? One, two, four, amateur. I knew that and you didn't. We're sponsored. It's one, two, five. Fuck you. Oh, it's one, two, five. It's not important, but what is important is tea. All right, and what's what's the number one tea? in? I was going to say in the world, but no, it's our thing. What's the number one tea in Northern Ireland? Punjana. Made by the Thompson Tea family. As you know, if you listen to this podcast, they've been going since the 1800s making tea in Belfast, which is which is mental because, you know, that's around the time of, you know, the Wild West, cowboys, um, buffalo roaming the, pl- the plains over here. And a lot of people back then were just trying, to, trying not to get shot in the saloon, you know, or, uh, or, or, you know, be caught in the crossfire when, like, you know, a bad man comes into town on a horse. But the Thompson family were just making tea in that time. You know, they were just roaming the tea fields of India and all the other places that that they go to. Also, a lot of people think Punjana is an exotic brand. It's it couldn't be less exotic because from Belfast. They're making tea since the eighteen hundreds. Number one selling tea here, decaf, Irish breakfast. Mike, what other flavors? Uh, just Punjana. Just Punjana. Just Punjana. A lot of people, a lot of competitors went, what is the new favorite? And they went, just Punjana. We don't have a discount code. We don't have anything to say other than just drink, just drink Punjana tea. What else are you going to drink? PG tips with that wee monkey nerd? <laughs> that wee annoying monkey? No. Tetley with all those specky fellas and flat caps? Losers. It's got to be Punjana because it's nice. We're also sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped.com, the number one men's below the belt grooming. My guest today, his career is all about belts. And we know what he's like above the belt. We've seen him box. But we might find out what's he like on the, below the belt. I don't know, but we might find out. Pretty quick. <laughs> oh, no, he's shown me. <laughs> Manscaped.com, they've got the performance package. Basically, it's, it's any product you can imagine for your family jewels. There's the, the lawnmower 4.0 here. With wireless charging, I'm not joking. There's a hair on that, isn't there? Who's used that? Who's used that? Because this has only stayed in the studio, so either Mike or Dan have been taking care of themselves in between podcasts, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. And they must be doing it regularly, because that's quite a fine hair anyway. So that's good. That's actually good to see. Mike's keeping himself trim. I mean, definitely take this home and do it in the privacy of your own home and not in the studio. There's ball cleanser, there's ball deodorant, there's ball wipes. They have a thing called the performance package where you get a load of stuff together, ideal for taking away with you if you're going traveling, you know, if you're going to see a relative in McGabry, whatever it is you're doing, go in. Uh, Manscaped.com, use code T with me for 20% off and free shipping. We'll put that in the bio. And the last thing to plug is the Patreon. Patreon.com slash TV with me podcast. We do a live stream every Friday. Bonus episode every Monday. Let's get into it. My guest this week is someone I've been a fan of for a long time. This this sounds weird, but I wear his t-shirt a lot. You do? Yeah, I, I do. actually respect that. Every time we see it, I'm like... I wear the gigs. You wore it yesterday. All that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, should, I, need to, I need to wear it less, but my guest is Tarun McKenna. Boxer, actor, singer. Ah, oh, that's singing. Professional big, singer. Big singing. The thing is, first gig or last I, I think of you nearly as a boxer down the list because mm. you're. An, I think first you're an entertainer. 
yeah, a lot of people would put me boxing way, way down the list, <laughs> 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 including myself, but it's just the one that's, that's done well for me, so... I've been looking forward to this episode for uh, no, 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 no. A long Don't time. be sad. No, no. We're going to get into it. I knew we were going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Yeah. You don't. You weren't looking forward to this episode for a long time. You got drunk last week Correct. in my girlfriend's where she, where she works, Duke York. Correct. And you you drunkenly <laughs> agreed to this. Previously, <laughs> you did say about it. Yep. And then I got beat. Yep. And yeah, where was she and Todd? Nowhere. Nowhere to be seen. So look, what we've got to do here is put our cards on the table. Yeah. We've got to get some honesty out there. Mm. So I asked you to do the podcast a few months ago. You fancy it. You said yes. But you're like, let me get this fight out of the way. Mm-hmm. Now, when you lost, the, you were like, give me a shout after the fight. Now, you <laughs> lost the, I'm not laughing because you lost the fight. You lost the fight, right? So so then I was like, I know I'm supposed to give you a shout the week after, but I'll maybe leave it just another week. Yeah. Because... I, even after a fight you win, you probably want to have a bit of your own time. Uh, but then I was like, oh no, I don't know if you want to come on, if you'd be in a good mood to come on the podcast. So then it's one of those things, then you leave it another week. Yeah, and then I've let, I let, I let it get to the point where it was too long. Honestly, it was too long. I was sitting looking at my phone, <laughs> looking at, I had like meals. That's when you lost o- the fight. O- <laughs> open up and I was just like, is he going, is he going to text? Shit. And every, actually, I was more disappointed every morning than I was when I got beaten. If January wanted to come on, well, look, I think it takes a bigger man to admit <laughs> where he's gone wrong and offer an apology. Fair enough, I'll accept that. To offer an apology, um, you got me on. This is the main thing. Yeah, it was. It was got me when I'm winning, so it's probably yeah. is better. Yeah, yeah, and you and exactly, you just won. So that's when I was like, mm, "You're gonna be in a good mood. There's a better let's, time let's to do." Let's wait till he, he's successful. Yeah, and then get him on. Exactly. No one really wants to talk to the loser. No, no, because we had what well, we did the when Sean McComb lost the fight before the. Fever, I know, no, no. Oh, sorry, that's can, another thing. I looked at him and so it wasn't even to do with me getting beat because he got Sean McComb on and he just got beat. Look, I'm offering an apology. This is the first time in 124 episodes I've apologized on the podcast. I'll take it. I just left. I let it go too long. Right. I let it I'll go too it. long. I'll accept it. Because I, th- I thought you were going to, I thought you were going to beat that guy. And I was like, you're going to be in a good mood off the back of that. And then I was like, ah. See, I, I, I knew why I hadn't asked me, you know, I'm, uh, probably a good move. Imagine if I had got your opponent on. <laughs> O'Hara <laughs> Davis. <laughs> that would have been pretty good, to be honest. I like a good troll, I like a good, something, some people to do something like that. So that would have been actually comical. Yeah. Well, look, it's it's happened. I hope we can build a bridge. Yep, we'll try. We can build a bridge. Um, But you just... Had a fight at the Fela, which was, I mean, I'm I'm not like I've I'm a fair weather boxing fan, mm. but maybe one of the best fights I've seen ever. Yeah, a lot of people did say it. Uh, Frampton came up to me said it's the best fight he's seen live. Um, a lot of people said that, but that's what I am. I'm an entertainer. That's that's because boring. well, isn't that part of the thing with like with that fight that we that we talk about? Mm. You, you changed your style for that. Yeah. And you were sort of sitting back a bit. Technical boxing, is that what it's called? Uh, back foot boxing, I regrettably changed the style for that fight because he does hit hard, your man. Right. O'Hara. And I thought, right, don't get in the war with him. Yeah. Stay yeah. away from that big hand and box him. And I boxed him, I thought. But judges don't like that, apparently. But judges, boxing judges, don't like you boxing, apparently. Right. So, <laughs> Which is it. not convenient. <laughs> not, when you're in the sport of boxing, but... uh. So they said, do you know what, just wars from now on. I love wars anyway. 
Um, so it was just like it was like a fight you would have had in school. It was like yeah. you punched him, he punched you, uh, you punched him, he punched you. There was no technical said the boxing is. <laughs> do you like? Do you feel the difference? So like, uh, say a fight where like you box like technically you box smart. Not that all it wore isn't smart, but like you know what I mean. If you were like you know throw a few punches here and there and mm. then sit back for a while, do you notice a big difference? After the fight, than when you have like an all out war, like when you have like an all out war, do you well, just sit down after and go, ah, oh, fuck? Yeah, well, the next day, <laughs> yeah. you'd be in pain after it all, yeah. all out war. Um, like, I, I barely can walk the next day. Like, I had to wear a back brace for, for like a week <laughs> after that fight. Um, my eyes are only healing now. Yeah, um, and you're the guy that won. Do you know, I know, what I mean? I know like exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I, I hate I hate fights like like the war days fight where the next day you wake up and you don't even feel like you're in a fight. I just feel like uh, did I even do a job yesterday? Like I could have done more. So I love I love wars. Um, even in the gym, like when sparring, me and Sean become have wars every every week. But just uh, yeah, because I forget that that's like part of it is in between fights when you're sparring. Like that is also fighting. It's, it's, it's not like you fight once every I six months. It, fighting every day. It, like I'm I'm sparring two to three times a week and it's not easy spars people in my gym are much better than me right. <laughs> so I just compete up in the gym as well I had to go to war in gym every week and uh, it's tough that's, it's, that's one of the reasons why I can be a professional boxer with a spar I'm like I'll fight on the nights where I have a fight but don't hit me when I'm not uh, when it's not the full fight see training I hate training but uh, patiently I probably hate it <laughs> And you just do 10 weeks of it. And, yeah. And then I like the fighting aspect of fighting. I could do that every week. But I hate training. Just hate it. The first time we met was in... Do you know what city it was we met? First time. Glasgow. Yeah. yeah. It was Glasgow. I was, I was, I was hoping a, you'd forget I, and I'd be like, you forgot. And then... That's a completely random meet. Like, isn't it? Because you didn't even know... It was Paddy Barnes that was meeting you. You didn't even know him, did you? Because I was like, who are meeting you? Really. He's like, Shane Todd. And I was like, right, do you have, do you, where do you know him from? He said... I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't know him either. So what happened <laughs> was, random. I think on tw- he posted up on Twitter that he was training there at a gig that night in Glasgow. Yeah, I think it went to. Uh, yeah, club. yeah, in the in it was in the garage, which yeah. was a nightclub. Been there a few times. Not for, for comedy. For not for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it used to be. I remember people saying it was like an unreal nightclub, and it had like a, 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 an Elvis impersonator in it who would marry you with a Harry Bow ring, and there was like all these mad sort of things in it like apparently it was a class night out oh cool I, I put it it's like Thompson's that's the Glasgow crazy. Thompson's the Glasgow Thompson's yeah, yeah yeah I didn't enjoy that gig stage was too high yeah it was tall but no but well I'm a very tall guy hmm. no I'm like not taller than me though, like. what are you I know six, I know six what I'm are you even six, six I'm 5'11 but I say ah, six I say six you yeah. know what I mean I'm actually 5'10 but I'm think. actually 5'10 <laughs> but then you may as well say 5'11 if you're going to say 5'11 you may as well say six <laughs> and if you're going to say six you may I as well say six too yeah. <laughs> but that, yeah that was that was. I just met I remember I can't remember who messaged you I mean messaged Paddy and was like here if you're in Glasgow you, do you want to have a coffee and we went to Costa in a shopping centre the mm, three of us and I just remember you being like ah we're, we're training so I was like, they're probably just going to get like black coffee. I felt bad getting milk in my tea. And then I just remember you just coming out with these like, <laughs> just look like full milkshakes. So I was like, what is this? It was, it was like, yeah, cappuccino. But like the cup went to here and then there was so much like foam. And I, I think Patty got like a scoop of ice cream in his and there were sprinkles on it. And you were like, no, nah, we're in camp. Probably won't, I won't finish this. <laughs> See, to be honest, when I was with Patty Barnes, we did not take that in seriously. No. He, he called them snacks. 
Så jeg kunne have det sjovt komme tilbage og chokke over det, fordi Terron havde snacks i ham. Men efter han løb, jeg tog tears som like only a black coffee sweetener. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, he, he was the reason for me missing weight yeah. a couple of times. Have you had, like with COVID, did you have, did you have any fights that fell through? Like, were you ever... Yeah, in- obviously you don't keep up with my, my career. Um, it's just a bit embarrassing. Wow. I mean, come in, come here's the, the thing. Po- coming to the podcast and you don't even keep up with the career. Here's the thing. I wear one boxing t-shirt. It's yours. I represent you around <laughs> the world. Like this is a nice t-shirt. Yeah, it's a fucking lovely t-shirt, right? But I represent around the world. Which you don't let me ever forget he had to pay for. Yeah, I had to pay for it. <laughs> Full price, postage and packaging. <laughs> I was waiting for like then when we were chatting about it, it was like he probably asked for my bank details and refund me. But uh, but yeah, look, no, paid full price for it. Um, there's a hole in the no, there's not. Um, but yeah, I wore that for I wore it for the most important, right. not the most important, but the first time I got a spot in this club, I always wanted to play in New York. I was like, I wear that. Oh, New York? It was on Paddy's Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm representing Ooh. you all over the world. Oh, all of the that's pretty good. And I spent I five, be paying you to work. I spent five minutes on my set doing stand up, and then fifty five minutes just plugging you. I'm like, <laughs> you got to see Tyrone, he's great. Well, if you plugged anything like you just did with Punjana, I'm <laughs> <laughs> going home and I am not buying anything else but Punjana. <laughs> all you're gonna do is drink Punjana and just shave your bits. I mean, that man was going out of his way in the salons or saloons, whatever you call them, instead of drinking whiskey, he went and made tea. Just selling tea? Since the 1800s? Like, could you be fucked? <laughs> doing something from the 1800s? No, like, move he, on. He, do he, something he different. could have been horse riding and, and doing all fun yeah, shit. Instead, just keeps, he was dedicating himself keep, to Punjana. Keeps passing down from the families. Do you think one person would be like, I'm going to sell skateboard or something? No, no just tea. Yeah. Just fucking, they, they, just, they, just, they just love it. <laughs> yeah, I wore that t-shirt at gig in New York. Um, so, as much as, like, yeah, I'm not in your box rack every day, you know, just keeping up with the rankings. It's fun, like that. that's good, you know, box rack, you know. Yeah, look, I know, I know my stuff, you know, like, <laughs> sort of, you know, people would know, like, you know, I could get in there and, you know, if I wanted to, you know. Did you go to the face last week? That's... Well, here's the thing. Oh, we have, we have, we have, so you get have... my cannon on a few days before, you get me on a week after, but you didn't even go to the face? I've got a good excuse for that. Right, hit me. So, there um, is a... There's, been a lot of excuses in this uh, podcast already. But Saturday. On, right, so the fight was on Friday. First of all, I thought the fight was on on Saturday because Mike was here. He goes, you come to the fight. I was like, I can't. I'm gigging in Ballycastle mm. on Saturday. And he goes, well, the fight's Friday. I was like, shit. Um, so then I was like, I'm also gigging in Ballycastle on Sunday. He's like, I know, but neither of those days were Friday. I said, yes, but I can't really be out Friday, Saturday, mm. Sunday. Like, who am I? Mm. And then I was thinking about going. And then I saw the forecast. Yeah. I, I, I'd never put me off going. See, when I said I was a fair weather boxing fan, <laughs> I quite literally mean it's dependent fair on weather. Right. Like if it was like, if there was, cause Bar, I was like, Barra, what's going on with the weather here? Yeah. He's like, nah, you're going to need a poncho. I was like, I'm going to look stupid. In a, mm. I'm like, I like wearing nice, like yourself, I like wearing nice clothes, yeah. like looking good. You yes. can't look good in a poncho, you know what I mean? So That's true. Like you, you probably felt like dropping out of the fight. I did. I looked out of the window and I was like, can I have me bar going this today? But, God cleared it for your fight. Mm, he did. You know what I mean? Like it was clear skies. Felt bad for the boys on early. Like, yeah, but just six people in ponchos. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even see them. <laughs> but just did have a. I went over to Dubai. Travelled the whole way to Dubai. Sorry, I did know this. Yeah, did you? Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. See, did you keep up? Did you just forget? Yeah. Um, went over the whole way to Dubai, and the guy decides he had COVID the day of the fight. I was raging. 
That's a spoof, isn't it? It was a spoof. See, we had seen the day before. Oh. He was wearing. He didn't make weight. Well, he made weight very badly. He had to do like forty rounds of pads of sweatsuit on, and he was he was absolutely bollocks to make weight. And his sponsor runs the show, so I just thought they've made a fake COVID test up. Back back in the day, oh, the dog at my homework. You know what I mean? He's one of them. It's a shit on the so day. Like he pulled out a golden contract, which O'Hara Davis, you always like to mention, beat me yeah. in the final. O'Hara he, Davis, big friend of the podcast, <laughs> legend. <laughs> so he, he, he beat me, Rocky. So he pulled out of that uh, golden contract. Yeah. Then he pulled out of that fight over in Dubai. Then I was supposed to get him in Fila, and he pulled out of that. Who is this guy? Obviously, what's his name? Uh, Turov, he's called, but he's a big slab over. He's got like 200,000 followers. And do you want me to call him out? He's like, call him out, he won't fight. <laughs> so Turov, <laughs> what? You <laughs> don't have to fight him. Yes, he, he does look pretty scary to be honest. Oh, shit, I yeah, take him back. Come on the podcast. He's got an impressive pocket. You got any t shirts, brother? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, he just loves pulling out. I wish I had a kind of pull-out game. We didn't have two kids. <laughs> <laughs> do you get into, like, full beefs with people? I do. Do you get into one with him? I, do. I was about to. I was oh, the, the, the O'Hara Davis one the has gone on, for, was going years. on for years. Um, How did that start? I was just probably reviewing a wee dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I was a nobody, I, I used to call it everyone to try and get a, get a name for himself. Right. And O'Hara Davis was one of those. And he responded because he's a wee dick. And, uh, then Battle of the wee dicks. Was, <laughs> and then it just escalated. See, at the start, it doesn't really, it doesn't beef as, as just created by yourself. But see, after years of going back and forth, it actually yeah. you do start hating the guy. Right, right, so, right. Uh, I've had a few. I have had a few beefs with where it would be legit beef is Irish fighters fighting each other. So yeah. I've had four of those, and there's a lot of pressure on me to beat. Like I couldn't walk down the street if I got beat by someone from Belfast. Yeah, of course. So uh, I've had a, I had one of those, and I was like, I need to win this. But you put a lot of pressure on yourself. I was more nervous going into land fights than same the last fight there or, or a massive. Yeah, because everyone knows each other a lot as well. Of pride, like in- uh, a lot of pride, everyone's going, are you going to beat him, are you going to beat him, I'm like, fuck. Do you think that would be, like, a future event at the field, do you think that would work, like, just local fights? I, I wanted a local fight, I was supposed to fight, well, I wasn't supposed to fight, I wanted to fight a guy called James Tennyson, I actually like him, he's a nice guy, but I just think that would be unbelievable, in Fela, 8,000 people going mad for Belfast v Belfast. So say, so you're saying you like him, right? And say he likes you. Mm. Would you then, though, would you try and get in his head before the fight? He's such a nice guy. Like, I know, but you'd have but to. I don't know. I think because he has a big name in Belfast, and, and yeah. so am I. I don't like to beat my own horn, but yeah. big name. Yeah. Pretty big deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think you would need to. Yeah. You don't need to sell that fight. I think that would have been a massive fight, but uh, unfortunately he was taking a break, so... Maybe next year. Because I, I mailed him after and said, maybe next year we have it. Because Belfast's so small, though, all the beef, like the slags, would be so specific. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it would yeah. be so, like, <laughs> six years ago, you nicked my bike and all. You're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I know. And I would just be one area, like his wee area, V my area. Yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, I love all that kind of thing, like seeing boxers on social media, like going back and forth. Mm. And you and O'Hara Dave, that was, that was funny. Was, like, because you could tell, like, they they are really into this, like because yeah. sometimes you see it and you probably go, 
they're just trying to yeah. for the see, fight. You, you know see, what I mean? there is a lot of ones that just seen her like they're just putting that on. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me and Hard is they're probably DMing each other after for five years of yeah. going back and forth. From Do you, you, will you get a chance to fight him again? I think so. I think I'll get a rematch. I mean, I'm going to be top ten in the world in WBO. So, and then he's got a big fight coming up. I think so. After that, maybe hopefully. And then I mean, Joss Taylor, he's he's the number one. Maybe he's a killer. Yeah, he's at my house on Saturday after the fight. And he was saying he's going to vacate, hopefully, after after his next fight. So all the world titles will be free. Will he move out? He'll go to a different weight or something? Uh, hopefully. That's, um, I'm, I'm urging him to go to a different weight. Yeah, that's why you had him <laughs> in your house. <laughs> Plan loads of food, booze and all. Move weight. You're a bit big to be married, aren't you? <laughs> so see when it camp's over, like when a fight's over, do you just make up for it? Do you just make up mm. for like almost like lost time? And... I think I make up for it a bit too much. Right, right, so right. So like... I don't make up for food ways. Like I'm not, a, I'm a, I'm a big eater. Like, but I, I like eating healthy. Yeah, yeah. Ish. But uh, drinking, I, I really, really am partial to two or three bottles of wine. When do you go back into the gym? <laughs> Say a fight's over. See, it depends when you think you're going to be fighting. But I don't think I'll be fighting again until about December. So I don't think I'll see a gym this said August or August at all. Right. So. I'll be pretty heavy come September. I've, I've already put on twenty pounds since since my fate, so in about a week. Uh it's, it's desperate. Oh. <laughs> twenty pounds. <laughs> I would say to be honest, when I weigh in, is Paddy Bond your nutritionist? <laughs> when when you weigh in, that's not your legit weight. Like you're only yeah. out, you're only out weight for about three hours. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. put on ten pounds, fourteen pounds straight away. But now I'm twenty pound over, so. And when you go back in, do you ease yourself back into it, or is it like no? Ah, no, I ease myself. Right. Ease. <laughs> right. Can't go cold turkey. Yeah. So I'll have like say I'm fighting in twelve weeks or eleven weeks. I'll that Monday to Friday do nothing, like nobody. But then on Saturday have we Indian or Chinese, and and then restarting Monday again. What was your the night of the failure? What was the after party sort of like, or what did you, what did you do straight after a fight? Nah, you busted. I see straight after a fight. I mean, as we said, I like have more, so yeah, I clearly can't do nothing. Yeah. My head's pounding, obviously, and my eyes swollen. I can't see. And then, like, I tried to go out and watch McCann's fight, but you just get like hounded for photos and all. So I just I actually had to go home straight away. So right, went home right. and watched fights on TV. I actually, my my girlfriend bought me a keg of Guinness. So there was a keg of Guinness sitting in my, my house. I was pouring them. I had, had like three or four of them now. I had to buy it. Your kids, what you fight? Uh, what what age your kids? Uh, eight and seven. Were they at the fight? Yeah, they are eight and seven. <laughs> um, no, they want to go to fights, but obviously I can't look after them because I'm fighting. And yeah. my girlfriend likes to go and we're mates and, and have and a drink watch and stuff. Probably. Uh, Do they watch it on TV? I don't even think. She gets, she gets VIP tickets. She doesn't even use them. Like she be way... That forty pound tickets, uh, yeah, yeah, with binoculars watching them because she wants to be her mates. But uh, they watch them on TV. And what are they? They love it. Is it just normal? Do they like? Yeah. Do they get a bit scared before it or anything? Or nah, I don't think the car. <laughs> and my daughter the next day she always sees me and goes, "Oh, look at your face, it's disgusting." But uh, <laughs> but, but day before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty used to it. I mean, they've, I've been professional boxers since they were kids are born. So, and I suppose yeah, you're getting into those wars where they are seeing the black eyes, the swollen mm. face. So it's not like they the come first. out looking like Alvin Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, they 
when they get older and go to fights, will that be weird for you or will that? I, I, I Sammy wanted them to go to that fight there. I, sh- I probably should have brought them to that fight, but maybe in the next field because it is an unbelievable atmosphere. Like, yeah. it's crazy atmosphere for that fight. Um, so I'd like them to go to that one. Does having kids, like young kids, as a boxer, right, does it affect you in a way of like, well, I mean, you're going to be motivated anyway, but obviously you're trying to have a future for, mm. you know, set your kids up, have a future and that sort of thing. But then does it also work the other way sometimes where can it make you like a bit hesitant or? I don't think I have that kind of part of my brain functioning. Right. Because like I just get in the wards, as I said, in gyms and in, in fights and stuff. I, it never crosses my mind to like, Oh no, you may have brain damage the next day or yeah. or something like that. You can't, I don't think you can go in the fight like that or with, it'd be dangerous I probably would, to go in like that, would yeah, it? Where you're hesitant or Yeah. If you if you have any kind of thoughts, maybe you should get out of the game because Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Have you seen people sort of Yeah, well, yeah, there has been a few boxers that they're like they won't get in the fight and go, Oh, I've had a headache after spawn or whatever. Or I've seen black places, I'm I'm gonna set this one out like yeah. ah, that, that doesn't like I, I the week before or 10 days before my fit Sean will come slip me all down like that, that in the ring or out, like outside <laughs> well Sean will come he's from Turf Law just yeah. probably outside <laughs> <laughs> you have to ask those pointing questions <laughs> but I uh, know in the ring he, <laughs> yeah. he just hear some bed at night <laughs> <laughs> It, that cut was actually a cut before the fight, like 10 days before. Um, most boxers would like, oh, I can't fight. And I actually, I hurt injured my back as well before the fight. I could barely walk for a week. Um, then kind of thing, a lot of boxers go, I'm not fighting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I was like, yeah, Sam, definitely still fighting. You know the way as well, boxers like, after the fight, sometimes, you know, when you when they lose, they'll be like, actually, I've had this injury mm. straight away. Yeah. And everyone's like, fuck's sake, see if that was me. I'd be rhyming off everything. <laughs> I'd be like, well, yeah, I lost because I've got hay fever yeah. and also, I've, yeah. you know, there's something wrong with my toe. Like, I, I genuinely it. don't think any boxer goes in the ring 100% because you're just putting yourself through yeah, 10 you weeks of training yeah. hard, as hard as you can twice a day. You're barely eating because you have to make, make weight. So, like, m- normal sports competitors would, like, uh, be fueling themselves with all this with good... 3,000 calories a day. We're eating like 1,500 calories because we're trying to lose weight while having insane t- intense training. Yeah. Uh, so you're always going to get injured. Um, so boxers that pull out of fights, they're not mentally prepared to fight. I don't think they should pack it in. Do you feel after every fight, do you feel not more like tired? But what, what I'm saying is like every big fight you're in, every big scrap you're in, do you feel a bit more like... Yeah, I, I genuinely sit down and I go, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> After every, like, I know, like, before the fight, I was, I was, I was waiting to go out and I was like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare of 10 rounds nonstop. I knew it was going to be a 10 round war. Because, I mean, Max didn't come for war as well. And uh, I was just like, getting myself prepared for a, a serious war and then after just going thank fuck that's over because he, he must have been confused too because like yeah that is like a thing of like Mexican fighters probably like always on the front foot yeah. he probably thought you might sit back a bit but when you didn't and both <laughs> you were doing it he was probably... saying during the press he was like Terrell McKenna thinks he's a Mexican uh, the way he fights I'm going to show him who the real Mexican is and stuff and I'm 6 foot 1 like yeah. I should not be walking a 5 foot 10 
Well, it's someone you're hitting on me. I shouldn't be walking. <laughs> you like for like? <laughs> <laughs> I should be walking him down by any rates. And I was. Yeah. And I think I confused a lot of opponents that I love. Do you know what, I, what the problem is? See, when I was growing up, I was always the smallest everywhere. Like, I was the smallest in my class and all. Yeah, see? So I have, I have a... I was. trying to cop me. Six, I'm six foot and I was the smallest as well. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so I have a small man's mentality. So I've always been getting the wars in face. And then one, when I boxed, I was the smallest as well. And then one, one summer I came back and I was, I was huge. But right. still skinny, yeah. and uh, I I boxed like I was because because I was taught how to box like a small person. I've continued that, and I'm a mainframe. I'm I'm five foot, <laughs> trying, trying to scrap these people, and uh, it's just stuck with me. So I'm, I'm and madly I'm I'm small. I hate it being the smallest person in my class. I like it. it. Nah, I, I like didn't this. enjoy it. Why? Because I was a real ugly kid. Like so, mm, it, it, it looks at least at least if I was tall. <laughs> You might be able to sit, you know, see me as well, you know, because you wouldn't. But like everyone, I was like eye level or lower, just yeah. this like real alien freak guy. <laughs> no, because I had like I had big ears, I had buck teeth, I had a I big head. I was still having big head, but my body's Because we're, we're small, I think it really shown, made us look like we had even bigger ears. Yeah, but once your hair grows, yeah. then you grow into your ears a bit mm. more. Like my ears are still quite big, but then so my head. You look beautiful. Joe, people shouldn't get their ears pinned back. That's the worst look. Is that what you got? No, no, no. I didn't get that. Although, what's disrespectful is genuinely true. And I do a bit of, used to do stand-up about this. When I was in like P6 or something, uh, I was getting teased about like having big ears and all that sort of thing. And my mum was like, you know, you, we could get you could get we can get them pinned back. I was like, well, no, that's not what I'm looking for here. Tell me they're not that big. Don't say like, yeah, surgery is an option. You know what I mean? Your like, I got hundred percent. Yeah, I get what they're saying. She's like, I was waiting for we you to say this. We're on standby here. The <laughs> surgeon's going to scrub up right now and cut these down. Uh, get a tree surgeon to cut them down for you. I, yeah, I, I was real ugly, like real ugly. As and a kid. you haven't grown into your ears. You haven't grown into your your teeth. I have. Oh, you have. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I know you thought I hadn't, but yeah, I have. Um, but yeah, no. I, I, I hate it being small. Mm, they made it. it. And mm. I think clothes look better on small people. See, see, being tall, like all my clothes don't look as good as like my brother. He's small, right? And all clothes look better on him. But eh? you still, in your head, think you're small. Mm. So if you don't body think, dysmorphia, yeah. So you, in your head, you had you, and you would like that. You'd be mm. like and five foot. People don't realize that I am tall, but I have the T Rex complex, right? Where I have the smallest arms ever. Yeah. Like, People are like, oh, why do you not, Tyrone, why do you not use your reach and box? And like, genuinely, a, fa- a, <laughs> a five six foot, inch reach. <laughs> five foot five guy has the same reach as me. So yeah. I can't use my reach. See, I'd say I have really long arms. Like, really long arms. Really? Yeah. No, like, look. No, no they are pretty long. They are. They are. They are. Maybe you reckon you... I could get in and mix it up? Yeah, I think you could. You could definitely take on Paddy Morns. Like. Well, I was, we were talking about this. I think I'd be cruiser with. So I think I'd oh, be... Oh, wait, no way you're... Like 12 stone 2. Yeah, that's what I weigh. Hmm? That's what I weigh at a camp. Yeah. 12 stone a bit, and then get down to 10 stones. Right? And I think I'd just box at this weight. I don't even think I'd cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd prefer to just be comfortable. I'd go in, I wouldn't, like, diet or anything. And just the weight I'm at, that's, that's where I'm going to fight. I probably don't even train. I don't think you would need to. You look like a guy who would have natural ability. I'd tune up the weight of the fight. <laughs> Once or twice, you know what I mean? I'd go in the spar. If there was like, you know, a junior's 
sparring night or something. I go in just you for confidence. Spar. Just for confidence. I'd spar a couple of them. confidence for. And then I go in. Do you know what I do? 100% of how sparring would you, like under 14, how get my bollocks knocked in so quick? <laughs> I'd get floored by a 13 year old easy. Like, but I'd love to do that. I'd love to fight a kid. You'd love was, to get floored by. No, I'd love to fight a, a, a kid who it would be even with, you know? <laughs> I don't even know if it would be even to be honest. Well, it depends how you, I, I, I'm willing to go like nine, ten year old, like, <laughs> like just, just walking past a newborn, put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd fight like a one of the, a ch- I'd fight a prize fighter kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And it what, could go either way. What happens if you get beat? But oh, I wouldn't like. No, that's what I'm saying. They'd have to be so young that like mm. they wouldn't even. They wouldn't a girl, have any chance. a girl, four year old, maybe. 50-50 could be 50-50 my daughter could maybe teach yeah yeah I no I, I I don't think I. the only thing I think I'd I'd, lo- I'd like to train in around boxing I'd like to learn new things but the second somebody hit me on the nose mm. done you wouldn't want to go back ruin your face more than already is exactly although maybe yeah maybe if I was a kid and someone had to punch me my features would have just set right that's all I was missing <laughs> you um you used, used to be an actor Mm, used to you never it never leaves you. Are you still open for calls? I'm still anyone out there that wants to get on. Me too. By the way, if you're looking for acting yeah. work, so am I. Yeah, so yeah acting's a, a lot easier than, than I'd say being a comedian and being being a boxer. I think being yeah. a comedian would be pretty hard because like I go obviously I do press conferences and they're I, always great. By the way, they are always great. But I'm always like, fuck's sake, I hate getting in front of everyone. It doesn't look like it. But as in you get nervous? I don't or? know. I well like I would get nervous. I, I yeah. would, I'd probably get nervous more getting up from a press conference than I would for a fight. So I think what you do is more as in the press conference side of it, is more nerve wracking than me doing a gig. Mm. Because at a at a stand up gig, people are sort of they're there to laugh. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 sitting down going but what if they don't laugh? Um, that happens. Do, do, that do, do, would you, happens. Has that happened? How oh, do you? Oh. Would you like start sweating when it doesn't? Yeah, oh, I tell be. It depends. I'll be terrible. It you, you can if you've long enough of time on stage, as in if you're doing twenty mm. minutes or more, and they're not laughing, you can change it up. You can go well. They're they're not enjoying this bit. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to do this kind of stuff. Or mm. you've got options. Where that's why pe- like musicians who go, I could never do stand up. I was like, I couldn't do what you do because if they're not enjoying the, the music, song, you can't just. Yeah. 20 seconds into a song turn around everyone in your band and go start doing a remix let's start uh, mixing this but doing a press conference mm. people are not expect people are just expecting you to come out and go yeah it's the best camp ever yeah, uh, I hate the stereotypical things I've changed my nutritionist I don't, uh, <laughs> don't know if you've seen the, the sketch I've done on that I, don't, I do sketches by the way yes and I've seen I've seen quite a lot, of them. <laughs> seen quite a lot of them. but uh, well the promos for the fights yeah I don't want just taking the hand of, of all them ten, all I those hate, scenes I yeah. hate them like uh, didn't uh, cut any corners <laughs> no no stone left unturned yeah, all yeah, yeah. Like, Jesus I hate that yeah. so I get a press conference or fight week they're always a very boring How yeah. what can I do to, to make it a bit better yeah and obviously that one I was singing I don't know, we dance, get skit of uh, 
risky business than Overwatch that film. The Dumb and Dumber suits Dumb were great with the other two rooms. It has to be well. something going on, going yeah. on. Because no one cares how you're competent. You're hardly going to say, camp was shit. Yeah. I got cut last week. I had broken back the week before. <laughs> Sean McCall broke into my house and <laughs> cut me with a Stanley knife a week ago. Shanked me. <laughs> <laughs> But the what age what age, you did the the mighty Kelt, what age were you when you when you did that? Um fourteen. Were you like a a stage kid? Nah, I wasn't even were like you... so, no, I wasn't even <laughs> at, at all. So I just I just was some cocky, confident dick as a kid. Like I just thought I was a, You I boxing was, at that age? Yeah, yeah I was boxing. Nah, but you didn't you weren't like uh doing like summer camps for acting or no 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 like that? I, don't, I don't know I, I didn't get picked for plays in like school yeah I see it, it didn't, didn't. look at us now I know fuck yous <laughs> like I, I tried to go for the big parts in primary school and they're like no next and it shot my dreams and then it turns out I see my kids now they go to the same school and because I'm this big famous uh Actor in the medical, they all get the big parts. Right, uh, yeah, he, yeah. Young Tyrone, he yeah. definitely get, he can act, <laughs> and he can't he can't act for shit. My son's talent acting. <laughs> well, this will do his confidence of world good. <laughs> no joke. He, <laughs> we were telling him he was good at singing. Me and me and the missus were telling him he was brilliant at singing all the time, and he's terrible at singing. <laughs> but we were telling him, and he he believed us. So. They came around uh, school and were like, right, who, who's, who's good at singing for, for this part in, in the play? He's like, me. I'm, I'm brilliant at singing. They're like, right, get up in front of the class and sing. What was it? I forget what it was. Horley Nader or something he had to sing. And he got up and he, he battled in it, in it. Everyone in the class laughed and their heads off at him. He came home crying. His, his confidence was shot. <laughs> Teacher in the ring was laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he won't sing now. He doesn't sing for anyone anymore. <laughs> uh, I felt bad in him, but you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna use Patreon money. We're gonna get him professional singing lessons. He's coming on the podcast in a couple of weeks, and he's gonna fucking crush Holy Night uh, falsetto the whole falsetto. thing. Like, <laughs> but it was brilliant. But uh, yeah, so I wasn't like I didn't do any acting. I yeah. thought I was tablet acting because obviously he didn't get on the in any of them plays. Yeah, and then uh, but the, see the kids that were doing the school plays, yeah, wankers, jog on, you know what I mean? Like, they were really teachers' pets. Well, one of the kids that got the lead. Now, here's the thing: the difference. I would never have auditioned even for it. Mm. I because I was like, I I wouldn't be good, but I wanted to do it, but I just mm. would never have had the confidence. P seven, I was thinking, you know, look, I'm in the school choir here, I'm dropping bars and that, so I was like, maybe they'll come to me, you yeah. know, come on here. It was Oliver's school play. And uh, you send the teacher's pet. The teacher's son got the role. What do you think of that? And he wasn't that good, like. I'll tell you this. That's ridiculous. I don't know what I'd, I'd, I'd be still irate at that. And I'm showboating in the choir, hitting all that, like, baritone, <laughs> hitting up the falsetto. Can you sing, honey? What? Are you good at singing? Mm-hmm. You look like you'd be a good singer, you know? Give me anything. <laughs> Give me any song. Pina Clara. I feel like pina coladas <laughs> getting caught in the rain. Yeah. You know, I was doing that and I was like, so they're going to come to me for low. No, I, here's the thing. I'm passable at singing, mm. but if you give me a couple of pints, karaoke, hey. walking in Memphis, <laughs> you can't see it because it's gone that far out of the park. <laughs> and here's the thing. The, like, the slow bits at the start and the end of that song, mm. I'm really caressing those notes. Mm. But when it comes to it, you know, the real Down bits. Oh, bit of gravel in there, like real, real good. 
I like it. I'm way better than your son. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not hard, obviously. <laughs> so, but, so you're like, so you're wanting to be in stuff, but not getting like picked. So you weren't like, you didn't have an acting background. No, zero acting. And then like they came around to school and they were picking all kids, the whole of Belfast were picking Because it's kids. a major, like major movie. Like. Yeah. And uh, picking everyone, picked all, like I started sat with a group of friends, picked all my friends, but me. I went, fuck me. I must be ugly. And uh, I was like, right, I mustn't fit the role that they're looking. And then I seen in the paper that it was open auditions. I went, fuck, I ain't going down with my mates. And then I uh, got through the first audition, through about 10 auditions. And then, bang, got it. What did you have to do? Because this was a movie with Gillian uh, Anderson, Robert Carlyle. Mm, pretty big. Big cast. Mm. So what did you have to do in the auditions? I love audition stories. What did you have to do? <laughs> Well, the first stations was just meet and greet and all that shit, and then uh, and then they made you do some random shit like, yeah, there's a big circle of people, and you had to go in the middle and they'd say, "Hey, you want a lottery ticket? How do you react?" And all that shit, and or, or your best friend's just been beat up, console them, something like that, random shit like that, just see how you get on there, and then another one, and another one, and then finally they give you the script, and you have to belt it. Like I like I wasn't even going to go to the. I was in New York. On a, a holiday, and then the day I was getting back was was one of the auditions. You were what, what age? You fourteen? Did uh, this? So I was going back, and I, I was like, "I'm bollocks, boy! I don't want to go to this audition." It was like the day we got back, a few hours. She was like, "You have to, you have to." And she was like, "I went down." I said, "Fuck, I'll go." And they handed me a script and said, "Look, everyone has had that for a week, and there's your script. <laughs> you can use the pages." And I looked at it. I, I don't know why I have such a good memory, but I read it once. And I went in, belted them all in. She said, do you not have that script or something? I said, oh, I just memorized it. And they're like, fuck me. Right. This guy's a legend. Yeah. I knew everyone's. Like, see, like, I read the script, the full script, the big booklet, and I knew everyone's lanes, everyone. I, right. I great memory for sure. Correct, and Robert Carlyle. <laughs> Rob, Rob. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> More Ken Stott. He always forgot his lanes. Then I was like, your lanes, actually. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, we can't. You probably hate me. It's like one of your dicks. So you get this acting role. Did you know at the time this pretty big movie, or nah, didn't see, really know the I'm, scale of it? I'm just. I see as a kid, I don't really care about stuff. Yeah, so I was yeah, like, yeah. ah, got a movie. Didn't even care that I got it that much. The film in Belfast. Film in Belfast. Nah, it? I was filming uh, around Belfast. Carrick Fergus a lot. Was it? Good? Did you enjoy it? I loved it. It was. Unbelievable. Uh, I had like a wee guy who ran and got me cups of tea when I wanted cups of tea if I wanted. Oh, uh, if I was a 14 year old and I had a guy that was Get just. Get me up, Panjana. Some... <laughs> 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 he'd, 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 never, he'd never be in the one position for that. I'd just yeah. be like, Get he'd, this, get that. We were up in a mountain and I got KFC brought to me. So, like, it was. That's the dream, good. isn't it? It is the dream. Being up a mountain. You have, you have like a, a caravan that says your name. Class. It's pretty good. And then, so that was a couple of months to film? Um, I bet, I bet two months. How were, like, the actors too? Like, people like Gillian Anderson, Robert Carlyle? There's pretty sound. Pretty sound. But I was a kid, like, I don't think anyone really wanted to hang what, out with a kid. What, like, living in West Belfast, growing up in West Belfast, like, what, what did your mates think of you doing this? I think everyone expected me to... I, I'm the calm, most calm kid in the world, so when the acting like the auditions came up they're like Tron's gonna sell, sell for you because right, right. I'm a confident person yeah but yeah. uh so I don't think the anime was a big shock and then when it came, did you get to go to a premiere or anything like that I went to uh, Berlin Film Festival 
pretty good. And it then, pretty good. and like, did, were people complimenting you? Like, I, I honestly, I thought that was me. I thought I'm set up for life. Well, that's what I'm saying. Did you then think? Yeah, I definitely thought it was. Once that happened, mm, you were going to be an actor. Oh, I, I thought, boom, that's me. I don't know. I can leave school at 14. And yeah. uh, turned out having a West Belfast accent is not great. What were then they asking you additional things? Yeah, they were but with a so different accent. I, got, I, got, I just finished the, the movie, got Gillian Anders an agent from London, New York. Big, big agent. I think like, I'm going to be mental. She started sending me to Judy Dance films, like auditions, Tom Hanks auditions and stuff. Um, but before this all happened, she'd like, right, you need to go to, I forget what it's called, but Alcution Lessons or whatever. To yeah, yeah, yeah. To get a voice. Like, uh, you need to learn American uh, accent, you need to learn an English accent, just an all around kind of stuff. Which is a lot to say to your kid. Like. Mm. I was like, oh, 100%. But I had already spent the money to help money at this stage. I went on the check and it was 150 quid an hour. And I was like, hmm, I am not going to that. So I pretended to her that I was going to lease. <laughs> and she was sending me to Judy Dance. You have to do a, a UK accent for that one. Going to Tom Hanks, you have to do a, an American accent for this role. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to lease auditions and doing the worst American accents and the worst UK accents ever. And I must have been getting back there. That uh, was terrible. She just stopped talking to me. <laughs> but you might still be on her books. I'd love you to hit her up now and be like, listen, mm. what are we looking at here? Mm. I'll be Horace. Let's get a few a few acting roles. See, that's why I think they should let you keep your West Belfast accent, but still going for things. Like, I could definitely see you as Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> the smick Harry Potter. All right, Hagrid bro. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would make most films better. Abracadabra use cunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did so then that. No, no, I just fell for you really. And I said, uh, do you know what? I was a bit, I was like twenty or twenty one, and I said to myself, right, pretty good at boxing, pretty good at acting. Apparently, um, let's get into one of them. And I said to myself, boxing, you only have a short window. Acting, you can do any time of your life. So I said, right, I'll put 100, because you have to put 100% in the boxing, I believe. So I said, I'll put 100% in the boxing and see where it gets me and then fall back and like. So you still, wa- still want to do that? Ah, that's it. Once I'm finished boxing, you'll see me on the big screens. Yeah, hopefully. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's such a fun, like I've done very, very little acting. Like I've mm. not done much acting at all, but what I've done, I've really enjoyed. Like, yeah, it's lethal. It's so much fun. So easy as well. Like it's just, you're just. I don't find it easy. <laughs> I genuinely don't. Like, I think sta- I find stand up very like natural, yeah. not easy. But I do feel like when I'm, I'm so comfortable doing it with acting, I don't like when you're. I'm comfortable being me, mm. but then I I find it like a challenge sometimes to yeah. play somebody else. And cameras on and people are watching. And- yeah, and it's not like you, I would like to just go in and do it. Mm. But you know, you're there for four hours beforehand. Mm. There's a lot of waiting about in acting. Plus, it's dependent on other people. So if you're acting in a scene with someone else mm. and they're doing it a lot differently than what you thought they would or they're not good at it or whatever, mm. that then affects you. Whereas when I'm doing stand-up, no one can affect, it's just yeah. me. I, I find the acting so, so different. You, but I would like Basically, to you're just saying your levels above everyone acting. Yeah. And they bring you down sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you want to just rely on yourself. Exactly. Because I know it'll be brilliant. 100%. A bit like whenever I say I'm walking to Memphis. But, uh, but yeah, we should do, we should like be in a remake. We should do like a remake. Yeah, yeah, 100%. What do you think? Sure, uh, I offered you once uh, me and you to do boxing before, didn't I? Yeah. And you freaked out. Yeah. 
Do you know why? Because you're a professional boxer. <laughs> <laughs> and I look like this, you know? So uh, I would love to, like, I would love to spar, but, like, I wouldn't like the person to be, like, Good. Sure for a, yeah, like, or like for a laugh, we'll we'll mm. land one on them because I might I think I die like I genuinely <laughs> think. Be honest, I think people overrate how sore punching is. It's not that bad to get punched. It just hurt him laugh. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what we should do, Mike? Let her punch you here just for the podcast. Do, do, do you know what's ten times worse? Getting punched in the body. See head. Everyone said that. I Don't can't believe cry. that. Like, I, 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 Get hit in the head all day. See a body shot? I cannot take a body shot for the life of me. I got hurt about four or five times in that fight there with body shots and they weren't even that big. Is it like, you know when you get, say you get hit with a sore one, like you know when you're a kid and like, you know, someone kicks a football and it smacks you on the back and you don't want to in the playground like cry, you don't want to look like it's sore. Mm. Is a fight like like that sometimes? Are you like, oh fuck. Yeah. trying to like, you know, no, no the, Well, headshots, yes. Like, most of my headshots, like, I've got dazed or whatever, or a blackout. I'll like wave them on and go, come on, let's go, fuck it. Uh, but body shots, I can't, I can't cover it up. Right. <laughs> just, like, the wind just goes out, you can't do nothing. <laughs> I can't, uh-huh. You can't like have a poker face on a body shot. You're just like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. You're like, I can't move. <laughs> what about the support you get, you know, in the likes of in Belfast and stuff mm. like that? Like, does that make a difference when you're fighting? Like, do you feel I, that when you're fighting? I, didn't think it did until the lockdown, and then I fought without a crowd. Now, jeez, I need a crowd back, right? Uh, massively. Like I, I do generally get like I have the worst defense in the world, so I genuinely get hurt most. Don't fights. put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's not hard to see when you watch your fights, but uh, like I genuinely get hurt most fights, and the crowd going metal really does fucking spur me on the go. Yeah, yeah. Like people say, oh, boxing's the only sport, and you're in there by yourself. Actually, I'm in there with a crowd. I feel yep. like they always just urge me to 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 bait my gums and, and go for it. Do you get like? Do you get advice from people when you're just out and about? Like, do people stop you and like? It's insane. <laughs> it's mad. I like people. <laughs> you need to do this. You need to do that. And like, no, where's your career in this great box in the jersey? Some guy in the spa, and you're uh, like, I never thought uh, of that. Genuinely, there's a guy in a spa. I'm not joking. In anything. Uh, can I get your number? Uh, I'd, I'd like to get, get sitting down with you and, and tell you what you need to be doing. I'd like, fuck this. And I give him a number. Uh, Why did you give him your number? Because <laughs> I'm a nice guy. So <laughs> give him, I give him a, my genuine number and I swear to God, I have, I have messages from 10 minutes long, voice notes, because I don't answer his phone call. I'd say he saved his do not answer. And I... <laughs> I have minute long voice notes, two minute long voice notes of what I did wrong or what I, what I need to do in my next fight. And I was like, this guy's insane. Yeah. I have a lot of people like us. Right. A lot of people. What, do you ever get like weird messages or anything like oh, that? Oh, fuck, I get a lot of weird messages. A lot. Well, any recurrent theme? Anything where you're like... Dick pics, mostly. No, <laughs> have you ever no, been sent I've pics? never been sent a dick pic. Sure, anyone wants to send me dick pics. Yeah, I, I, I got asked if I would like to get one. And I was like, that is very... Courteous. I got asked. Like, I've had my dinner, but thank you. I got asked recently to to make an OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said to subscribe to my OnlyFans, and I said, "You don't need to subscribe. I'll just send it." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Direct <free>. service. <laughs> Cut out the middleman here. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it's just people just want to be friendly meals, I think, and talk. Um, and in camp, I'm very bored, so I do get back to most of my meals. Yeah, 
and traumacologist Ed my friend he was like why do you mail these people back these are insane people like I don't know just really some bored. do yeah. what's the weirdest fan interaction you've you've ever had does anything stand out I can't think this one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. probably this mm. Um, what is the plan for the next year I don't know. Like everyone wants to be, like as I said in a few years, they, they want to be world champion. They want to win this belt. They want to be have this much knockers and all this stuff. That's their kind of plan. My plan is actually just to entertain people. I love entertaining people. So whoever's the next big war, I don't want to have a born fight again, as I said. So just have another big war, hopefully in America. I would love a. To get over to America, you put, I think you'd play really well there. Like people, mm, no, really I would. Like I'm actually baffled to how I haven't fought in America, like a big fight in America yet, because I am a an entertainer. Yeah. So I think I'm a. And they obviously love the yeah, Irish. Thing, they love like, Irish. They love people that are have charisma, have very, and then they love people that are, that go to war. I'm the perfect package. Why don't you like go to? Why don't you speak of the perfect package? Perfect package 2.0 from Manscaped. You just go to you and me for 20% off and free shipping. But why don't you just go to Times Square and, like, you know, spark a couple of people out? We'll make that go viral. Yeah, I like it. A couple of scraps. Me and you go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just together. Not people like that. <laughs> and then we can make a movie out of it as well. But yeah, I mean, I'm, it's not something where you, I suppose, you can just be like, I'd like to. That's like me probably mm. being like, I'd but, like being in a Netflix movie. Yeah. But it just takes probably the right person to give you a chance. And I, I think. The, where I am in the world now, like I, I would have a good chance. I yeah. mean, I'm in line to, to fight for a world title, so I mean, there's big names in America that I could fight. So Madison Square Garden, that'd be nice. Would be nice. Yeah, it's the dream. It's where would you would you would you love to fight at Crow Park too? Or sorry, uh, Casement. Casement's Casement's small. My dream. See once that's built. I think Do you think there will be a big boxing builder? There has to be on there. Yeah, it'll I think be. I think it'll be pretty immediate, immediately. Having that like. Uh, be the fans all round, you know what I mean? It'd be a cold. I think it's 30,000 or 32,000 or something. Yeah. It'd be insane. And literally, I live across this, well, I lived, grew up across the street from it. So that'd be nice. That'd be unbelievable. We used to, we used to claim over the fence in the casement every weekend. Right. And get them for free and get chases and all. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, well, hopefully they see that, the yeah. GA in the back date, the, the admission fees. <laughs> There's the groundskeeper, he always used to chase us out. We loved it. Well, and then like, so after box, do you have plans for after? But like I know you said about maybe wanting to get back into acting and stuff like that. But would you well, would you still stay in this? sport? would you punt the train? Or no, no, fuck, guy. No, no, I, I couldn't coach. I'm a terrible coach. Like, no, I mean like the, maybe the media side of things. I, I would, but I've started to notice over the years my, my speech is getting more slurred and more slurred. Like before pro boxing, I actually spoke pretty pretty well, and now I can barely understand myself sometimes because of boxing. I'd say so. Either that or, I don't know, just can't, I've been hanging about with Paddy Barnes too much. <laughs> but, uh, no, so I wouldn't do any pun, pun I don't think. But I've already got a, my, my, my thing set up. I know what I'm going to do. Now, stouting about, right? Do you want Go, Sorry, go ahead and then I'm going to tell you something. Man, do you know what I'm thinking? Stouting about. So I bring people, tourism, five Five best stout places in Belfast. Yeah. Uh, tell them about the history about the bar. Have the paint, and then the end. The fifth one is like we were music. We try traditional music for uh is is playing played, and they stay there all night and paint. Do you know what's mad? <laughs> right, if I can find this. 
Yes, I'll play just the first few seconds of it. Um, <laughs> Hope it's not the wrong audio. Something the, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't tear on just fucking late today. Right, okay, here we go. Web series idea, stout and about. That's insane. <laughs> you can have it, because he turned me, he was like, just sounds exactly like the podcast, but with Guinness. My, <laughs> my idea was to do a web series called, isn't that mad? It is. Although, to be fair, like, you know, it's down to mind. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, but I, I honestly think Americans would lap that business idea up. 100%. My idea was a web series. You meet somebody well-known and you go to their still. local. And, and the interview, oh, I like it. The interview is just for the duration of the It's not like a 20 yeah. minute. Well, it depends how long it takes you to drink. I did have, I was going to start a, a podcast, funny enough. It was years ago. And it was going to be called, what was it called? Something cans. I forget what it's called, but it was about drinking anyway. So, <laughs> so what I'll do is, I'll park, Stouting about, and I'll call it. I'll call mine. No, no, I'll call it Stouting about. No. I mean, it's two different businesses. It's two. Oh, different there's businesses. no reason why we can't come together. Exactly. Sponsored by. I've already, I've already thought about it anyway. See, once I, I finish boxing, then I can just change my uh, Instagram handle to Stouting about. So then Americans go, oh, that must be a pretty big deal. Look, he's oh, such and such. That's why I didn't get any uh, acting jobs doing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, so they'll go, fuck yeah, that's, that's a big company. Yeah. And then... It'd be, that'll be class, by the way. Wouldn't it? And then I can drink every night. Pick five places right now. Say, say right. you're taking me, stouting about yeah. right now. Biddles. Yep. Unbelievable bar. Yep. And a great paint. Go every every week, once a week at least. You'll see me down there. Uh, I think Marines. Great paint. Yep. Kelly's. Yep. Um... Duke York and where's where would the last one be what would the fifth best paint again I've got night I'm gonna float something out there mm. Morning Star that's a good shit I, I, do you know what I haven't had one a paint in there in years Very but good. I'd say it John would be Hood. good because the uh, John Hood's not bad but uh, you want somewhere with a bit more life like a bit of mm. see I think see that's uh, Madden's would be my last bar because it always has trad sessions yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. So that'll be the last bar to go to. So I think I'll do the Stouting About Web series. We're only going to do like six episodes. And then in the bio, mm. check out Stouting About Tours, mm. you know? Mm. I'll sponsor it, yeah. Isn't that mad that we... That, that, and that was, when did I send that to you? A couple of weeks ago. But to be fair, I'll send him like a new voice note every week. Yeah. Business idea. I, and it's I, always like... I have like a, in my notes, <laughs> uh, million dollar ideas. <laughs> just loads of what else is on there uh, there's uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of them. might need to see it but there's uh, a book of my sex stories I'm going to call it a hooker's dream because it's quick sex sessions short stories are going to be called of sex sessions because I've got a lot of bad sexual experiences um, like what? there's going to be like what <laughs> this is this is a this is a family podcast. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no. Okay. Saving uh, it for the book. Yeah, I like it. The book. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have also an app. I don't know if it's out yet, but like, say we're in Belfast, and you're like, oh, where's a parking spot? It tells you where a free parking spot is in Belfast. Yeah. That's, that's genius. I don't know why it's like. Just say like there stickers. I put it all over Belfast and then it's like once it's covered that means the parking spot's gone yep and we up yep so that's, that's good because they took away a load of a load of spots for like cycle lanes and stuff mm. 
a couple more. There's actually about ten million dollar ideas in there. Well, I mean, there's two million after box anyway, mm. starting about and the park and the parking spaces. Mm. I, I do, so you don't think my book of sex stories is well? Well, I no, I think that works. I think it I would think work. that works, or that's a it'd podcast. Be, it'd be a really, really short book. I uh, I had a business <laughs> idea, and I was so like, I wouldn't even tell anyone about this. I was like, it's an app, right? You put twenty quid into it, mm. and it converts it in real time into different currencies around the world. Mm. So, say all of a sudden the Chinese yen goes way up or whatever. It, it, it converts it into that for you mm-hmm. and then it converts it into oh, that's good. I like it. but it keeps bouncing around and I was like so you 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 know I was like imagine you put in like a grand or what, and then just, I was like it'll keep giving you the best currency and then it'll eventually change it back and I said this to my mate who works in finance he's like you know what that is the stock market he's like <laughs> if people could predict that kind of thing he's like yeah, that, that, can't, that can't possibly work but I think he maybe took it and he's yeah. doing it you know I actually had a very similar one that for betting so like you put a grand in the little bet and it does only bet, like it does the bets for you, but it only does ones that are like one to a thousand on, like search, and it like only gets like 2p back or whatever, but it does it like fucking so many times all, all throughout the day. And then by the end of the day, you've made fucking like, I don't know, 10 grand or something. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good, let's do that. It's very safe. This afternoon, let's set all this up. Yeah. And we've just, got the bad one, we've got the, the stock market predictor. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to get your son singing lessons out of it. <laughs> it's going to be a great time. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you would do a great podcast too. Mm, it seems like a lot of effort, but... No, it doesn't. I don't think it needs to be. Like, we, I mean, we've been doing this for a while, so like we obviously put like, a lot of... Mail people, Saturdays, Times. yeah. Like, get a table. Get sponsors. And yeah. Get what do you think of that? Do you like that? Uh, my daughter, I said, she was like, where are you going down? I said, oh, I'm going down to Hollywood here. She was buzzing. I've never seen someone get so excited about Hollywood. And then I realized she thought I was going to Hollywood. Ah. Uh, That's a bit of a But this is the real Hollywood. Also, I thought you were bringing your kids and I, I, I did go and get, I specifically went out and got them <laughs> sweets and <laughs> you know drinks and stuff. So, so I, can I just say, one all between us. <laughs> one all between well, us. Funny thing is, Trina starts work at 12 and shows the kids. I say, ah, Trina will be about half an hour. Oh shit. It's past 12 now. Kids what, is it half 12? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got to wrap this up. We'll wrap this up. But, <laughs> you know, there's Coke Zero, there's sweets and stuff downstairs. So <laughs> I'll eat them. We're even. Uh, all right, cheers for coming to the podcast. Room. Really appreciate no it. Really appreciate it. Let's see what business ventures we can go into yeah. in the next year. See, see by next week, we are... We're going to be millionaires. Mm, we won't even need this We're gonna fuck podcast. Who podcast? likes well, podcasts? Well, that's disrespectful. Not fuck a podcast, <laughs> but... <laughs> all right, join us next week when the the, the, the real-life Rocky O'Hara Davis is coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Thank you very much. Cheers, Rob. Yeah.